Welcome to the Adam Hamway Podcast. Today's guest. What was I supposed to say? Your, your name will be dropped in there. But now I got to start over again. We do this all the time. I always put the name in post, but people don't understand that. Did I and mess up? And this is what? Did I mess up? Yeah. I messed well, up. and then I had to make mention of it because now you're giving me this look. I'm fine with it. It's just I, I, I figured. I figured it out though. When I heard right. that, I go, "Oh, it's probably going right. to happen in post." Yeah, in post. Yeah. I'm gonna start it. I gotta start it over now. No, you, you got every every time I do a podcast, this happens. I always have to start over again. You know, I gave you your song. That's your song too. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's kind of <laughs> wasted now. All right. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. So I just shut my mouth when that yeah. when that goes on. Yeah. I'm gonna. I might even turn the mic <coughs> out, but you know what? I won't. You I won't can handle me. this. I can handle it. I'm a pro. Unless you want me to go, Paul Valenti. <laughs> do it. No. You want <laughs> You have to do your own. No. Welcome to the Adam Hamway podcast. Today's guest, Paul Valenti. Last week on the Adam Hamway podcast, we had Phil Cassell uh, talking about the Fringe Festival that he's in. This week, we have uh, Paul Valenti from the Chris and Paul Show. The website is chrisandpaulshow.com. Paul, welcome. Thank you, Adam. This guy, you're hilarious. Right now, you can't even see this, but he's drinking a hot chocolate. He's like downing it as if like he has to it's finish not, it immediately. Not hot. It's, not, it's hot not hot anymore. It's lukewarm. Sorry. But um, yes, yeah, so we went into the, to the kitchen to get some, and uh, he puts mil- you put milk in your hot chocolate, Paul. I would like to put soy milk in there, but... Uh, we don't have that. We don't have, we don't have the money for that. No. no budget for soy. Nope. It's really expensive. Not a lot of people uh, enjoy soy that mm. are here, you know. So that's why we don't have it. But anyway, not a thing here. but Paul, you you got a you have a website, chrisandpaulshow.com. Chrisandpaulshow.com. Yeah, it's not my website. It's, it's your. It's like you Chris share it. And Paul's website. But don't you? But it's like when when um when a couple has a baby, you say it's it, it's my. You know, we're having a baby. I don't know. I don't have a baby. You do. I do. What do you say? I say, um, I don't say I'm having a baby. So you wouldn't say I have a website. We have a website. Right. We have a ba- we're having a baby. We're having a baby. It's but some people baby. say I'm having a baby, even if it's a man. Ma- males say that I'm having a baby. Never heard that. Really? No. It's a trend. But you wouldn't know because you're not having a baby right. or you and your significant other um, are not having a baby. Otherwise, <laughs> you might say I'm having a baby. So, but you're not saying I have a website. So you're you're against that type right. of mentality. We have, we have a website. It's understandable. It makes sense, though. It does. I don't like the I have a baby. I have a website. If you're right. sharing it with somebody, I like the we. Yeah, it's okay. Yes. He, don't be shy. It's not like who cares? He's I opening up a, a ginger ale right now. Schweppes. Um, Ooh, it doesn't a matter. Plug. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today's podcast. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. That's All good. sound effects. I love sound effects. So, Paul, um, you um, are in a comedy duo, right? That do sound. Effects. Is that what you say? That do sound <laughs> effects. That's all you guys do. <laughs> so far, so good. These are all natural. He's not. Um, that's drinking and swallowing. See, that sounds good. I, I like that. Yeah. That's that's what you do on stage all the time. So you and uh, Chris O'Neill. It's actually Christopher John O'Neill now. Really? Is that what he's going? By? Oh, because there's a lot of Chris O'Neills. Yes, because ever since he got the tour of Book right. of Mormon, yeah, uh, 
they had to change his name to Christopher John O'Neill. That's what's in the the uh, playbill. Really? How does that make you feel? Uh, I were you like when you because you've seen the show, right? Yes, I have. And you got the playbill. I do. And you're there. You walked in. You're real excited, right? Yes. You're like thrilled. You're you're on cloud ten. Sure. Not forget nine. Right. You're on cloud ten for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And you go in there and you get the playbill and you sit down and you're just so excited to read this to see what he wrote in there, right? Yeah. And you sit down in your chair, um, which is how, like miles away. I read the Washington. <laughs> you read yeah, or read yeah. the article. Uh, All right. Yeah. So it was Nose like my, miles away. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just, you're really excited to open up this playbill, probably see a mention. You're like, it didn't even mention me in here, right? Am I in the playbill? Well, I already knew because he told me he, he was told putting you. in. So I wasn't surprised. Okay. But then you look, but he did. He, <laughs> <laughs> so you knew the name already before. I knew. All right. He's like, by the way, that's I'm putting just... us in. I'm like, oh, that's great. Wow, that's yeah. great. But he, did he put the, the Christopher he... and Paul show? No, he okay. put Chris, right. uh, the Chris and Paul show and gave a little shout out to me. That's fantastic. That's yeah. great. So uh, did you shed a tear or was it, you know, I, I got a little emotional like, when I saw him on stage. Really? Mm-hmm. What was, what was rushing through your head? Was it more, was it a lot of, uh, I'm sure there was a lot of excitement for him. I was nervous because and... I didn't want him to, to mess suck. up. <laughs> no, I know <laughs> to suck. He's, He's horrible. Why is he us? so horrible? Yeah, As, I was waiting for people to go. Why is that guy on mm-hmm. stage? Why and people next to me? But no, they were all laughing. No, I loved it. I was nervous because obviously you want him to do good. And, yeah, and he was hitting all the laughs. It's great. Uh, it's 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 just uh, business as usual for Chris. And what, what, what does he play in the show? <laughs> he plays Elder Cunningham. He's yeah. the lead. That's fantastic, isn't it? Now, when he got this role. Right, and mm-hmm. was going to go on tour. Um, I've always wanted to ask you this, and I didn't want to do it off the air. I wanted to do it, you know, on the air, or whatever you're on the podcast, <laughs> I so that everybody can hear this question and not uh, not me just enjoy this answer. Right. I want everybody to enjoy the answer that you're about to give me and everybody who's listening to <laughs> okay. this. You're like, get out of it. <laughs> I want to know. What was going through your head, all of the emotions? I'm sure that there was more than one. I know that one was probably excitement for him. But what were all of the emotions flooding through your head? Because I know not even necessarily excitement, but there was probably other things that you were thinking about. And like, I'd like to, I mean, I'd like to know what that was. When Chris got the role? Yeah. And you heard about it and he called you up. Uh, uh, Well, we we can take it back a little bit because him and I uh, both auditioned. auditioned And we both got flown out to L.A. to mm-hmm. do uh, some of the final auditions. Um, There's probably probably about 10, 12 Cunninghams left. Um, Did you see them all there? N- no, because uh, what Chris told me is there are a few others um, around that were that came in later. Okay, uh, that I guess uh, I guess they wanted to decide who was going where, if someone's going to do understudy for Broadway or someone's going to go to London. Right, um, different tours. Yeah. yeah, so they just had a few things going on, and that's what I think they wanted to figure out. Who and, was going where. Right, and most of the, uh, it was funny because all the people there were Broadway or have done touring with mm-hmm. probably national tours, and Chris and I oh, have hey, performed guys. in basements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we've we've had a, a fair share. We, we've performed yeah. in Edinburgh, which is pretty damn cool. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, Because I got a lot of questions about that. Okay. All right. Paul and, Valenti. <laughs> and, and when 
Chris went on before me, uh-huh. and I went into the. Uh, I went near the door to listen in. Mm-hmm. Uh, him uh, singing the song, one of the songs, and his and a couple of lines that he was running for Trey Stone and Matt Parker, mm. and the rest of the production. So we were in front of twenty people, and he killed it. And I got chills uh, running through my body. And then when he came out, I gave him a huge hug. And I said, "That was amazing. It was awesome. You nailed it." And <laughs> Chris, being humble. Yeah. Just, just like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm like, no, you nailed it. And one of the reactions from other Cunninghams uh, stormed off. Like, oh, looks like he got the part. Well, I'm he sorry, left? He, he didn't. No, he didn't leave, but he just got. Well, I'm sorry, I, 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 I skipped over a part. The one of the um, casting agents came out and said to Chris, "Oh, do you mind uh, staying? The musical director wants to have a conversation with you." Whoa! And then that's when you know, the light went off. Like, okay, they really like Chris. Because his voice is cracking, but it wasn't horrible. Right, right, right. But Elder uh, uh, Elder Cum- Cunningham doesn't need a uh, singing voice, a perfect voice. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and it worked out well. And they just want to make sure he can hit the notes. Mm-hmm. And after that, uh, <laughs> we both went up to the room. I was really excited. We both, uh, his audition killed. My audition was like, You went Meh. after him? Uh, yeah, I went after him. Chris went on, I think, second. So I had it, now hearing him too, because you know when you go on on auditions, you sometimes overhear other people, and especially being that you know he's your good friend too, um, you know you were like, oh, I really want to listen to this. How does that? How does that make you? Were you like, were? I know you were excited for him, but also were you like, oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I, the funny thing, I wasn't. Oh, okay. uh, it was almost more relief, and yeah. everyone's saying when, when we were going through audition process, like, oh, this is a perfect role for you. I'm mm-hmm. like, actually, it's a perfect role for both of us because yeah. we're both physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both have really great comedic timing. Um, I just felt like, um, you know, he 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 got the audition. He he did be, better than me in the audition. I felt like I dropped the ball, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. It yeah. happens. I mean, and I, I think I had a crappy audition, but mm-hmm. I did okay. Yeah. And uh, I think Chris probably just made some really excellent choices, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't. <laughs> but it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a relief because it is strenuous. Uh, but uh, I was going in there. We both said like, okay, we have we have two shots. That's one true. of yeah. only one of us can make it, which is fine. Well, I mean, the dream would be you know one of us get it and one of us be the understudy, yeah. so we just hang out all the time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was super excited, and then we went up, and I got the email saying, "Hey, uh, thank you, but uh, you know we're basically done with you." And that's I guess, nice of them to even do that. Oh yeah, though. it was great, and I think because some, them. a lot of a lot of places when you audition for something, you don't get responses like that. Well, I think uh, the Book of Mormon very very professional, mm-hmm. uh, the way they the way they treat their their players. So Chris uh, came up and goes, "Hey, you got an email?" I'm like, "Yeah, I did too." And you could say Chris's face was lit up, so he knew he advanced. I yeah. go, I didn't make it. And Chris kind of like, oh, no, because now he's- you know, It's awkward. Yeah. No. Um, but I said, no, I'm, I'm super happy for you. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, they're going to, um, hopefully I'm going to talk to them for the next month or so and uh, uh, train, train musically with them. That's great. And the whole process, for like a month and a half, what he was doing, he kept on saying, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's a lot of stress. There's it a lot is. of pressure, you know, because they're pouring a lot of money into this, and you're just like, I hope yeah. I fit 
Opa it's, it's funny because you never you, you're not really used to it, you know. Yeah, I mean, the Chris and I we always uh, put pressure on each other, mm-hmm. so pressure is nothing new to us. Mm-hmm. And yet, this is I mean, this is this was a huge deal, but as much pressure was on Chris, Chris knows how to uh, work with it, mm-hmm. and Chris doesn't freak out. Like he knows the situation, he gets overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But Chris always finds a way, and it showed through our yeah. shows too, where we would have a week to uh, finish our show up, and to we prepare. still have like two or three sketches that we're not ready. That we love, we love the concept of, mm-hmm. and it's great. And like, what's that punchline? We right. just need to nail this punchline, uh, and we wouldn't get it till maybe the day of tech, mm-hmm. which is fine. Uh, that's just great because Chris and I, we are in a constant. Um, I feel like him and I are in a constant work. We're always doing ideas. That's why we always hung out with each other mm-hmm. because we could be playing video games and we'll still come up with ideas. Right. You know? Well, you know, I think that that's, uh, that's all part of, I think, a creative process too to not always be like, all right, we have to come up with something immediately too. I think that when you are doing those other things or when, you know, ideas pop into your head and also when you let things, you know, marinate a yeah. little bit too and breathe and then mm-hmm. you come up with things. I think that that's... Uh, Definitely kind of cool. Well, one of my favorite things that Chris would do, um, and you know, always in back of my mind, I'm like, it'll it'll happen because we we have we'll have a sketch that's not ready, and Chris will come tech time and go, hey, listen, why don't you why don't we do this sketch where I do this and I do that, and then this is the punchline. I'm like, oh wow, that's brilliant, (laughs) and 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 like, oh okay, Okay, let's do it, and. And it's we'll work it over mm-hmm. a couple times, and we'll go back home tonight, then that that night, and work on it again, and then we'll do the show the next day. And it's it's always it's always a sketch that, that's like in our best on the of. Whim. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like, wow, a... it's amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. how do you, how do we do that? That's funny. So it's exciting. And it was I, I, that's what I miss most. It's mm-hmm. it's I'm super happy for him, mm-hmm. and you know when I when Chris is enjoying himself, but every time I see him or talk to him, when I went to go see him in um. Boston and Rochester. Rochester. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I go? Oh, Toronto. Um, you know, Chris is going. You know, I, I say I'm doing this. You know, he's he's making a living now, which is great. But he wants to get back to mm-hmm. us, and we talk. Uh, you know, a few times a week and throw ideas or just at least communicate, uh, which is very very important. Absolutely. And, you know, for it to continue, which yeah. I, which brings me to the next thing that I wanted to talk to you about, um, Paul Valente. Um, was. <laughs> Well, people need to know who you are, Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Chris and Paul Show dot com is your website. Yeah, that's Chris and Paul. We're Show. working com. on it. You're, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, I'm actually have it working on it too. But um, but yeah, no. Uh, the, so the thing that I wanted to ask you is, okay, so you know, you got this burst of excitement for him. He goes off, but now you're at you're at home. But how do you keep um, how do you keep the excitement for yourself at home while he's doing that in anticipation for him to come home? How do you not lose your mind? I have a big picture of Chris and I stare at him. Okay. <laughs> is that what that little stick is out yeah. over top of your head like a carrot, like the horses use? Right. It's yeah. it's Chris. I was wondering why yeah, it was Chris there. Is, yeah. I thought it was like a love thing, but it's just it's a vision. Both. Of, okay. It's both. That's fair. That's uh, fair. No, it, it's... It's uh, it's ex- exciting and scary because, yeah. you know, back in 2008, um, Chris and I said, okay, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. We know what we have uh, on stage, and we just need to lock ourselves in a room and write a, write a show. Mm-hmm. And we did. And we, I remember it was at his old apartment, and 
he <laughs> I woke up at uh, you know eight thirty in the morning. It was a Saturday. Um, uh, took a bus to his house because we were both in Queens. That was in way deep Queens. Deep Queens. Deep Queens. And we were both so tired. We we could tell like if any one of us said let's just take a nap for like three hours, we would up. <laughs> we're like no no we need to do this. And we had a bunch of post-its, and we I mean, we wrote a bunch of ideas, and we posted on the wall, mm-hmm. and we had like maybe like I don't know between forty and sixty post-its on the wall. And now we're starting mm-hmm. to like take them down. What's going to work? What's not going to work? What could be a video? What's not a video? Mm-hmm. What could? Be, and we're just trying to figure it out. And I think that's that's around the time we go. Okay, this is what we like to do. Mm-hmm. We've done this type of show, or when we're on stage, this is how we act. How do we broaden that now? And that's when we started to. 2008 that's when we started to really figure out uh our brand mm-hmm. um and uh you guys are i love the the style which that you guys do it's um it's a combination too. yeah <laughs> works well you guys went to edinburgh um <laughs> but it's uh it's very interesting and unique and uh i appreciate you coming on the adam hamway podcast but the thing that i and we performed with you guys um separately obviously in a different uh sketch comedy troupe but i remember the first time that i saw you we were chocolate cake city you guys were uh chris and paul show and i came into chocolate cake city a little bit later and we were at the national uh comedy theater yes um and uh i saw you guys perform and i was like whoa i was like blown away because it was simple like simple but um Typical, you know what I mean. I mean, you're like this sounds unoriginal. What? No, no, so simple. The concepts, the concepts that you guys uh, portrayed on stage were hilarious, but yet it's like one of the it's one of those things that you kick yourself because you're like, yeah, but you didn't have to have all of these words associated around trying to get to your point or the punchline. It's something physical. It might be a couple of lines too. Yeah. But it's very effective, and it draws attention to certain things, or maybe it's a physicality or a specific word, rather than trying to figure out where's the funny. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I don't know. That's yeah, how no, I would yeah, describe it. But you're kind of on the right track. It's it's you know it's it's silly mm-hmm. first first and foremost, mm-hmm. and and it it comes out of our our brains uh, when we're you know being. You know, Chris and I, I think our best material came out like at two, two three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we, we would sit hours and hours just writing or just hanging out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the best part. But yeah, so what our sketches are, it's, it's I think him and I uh, know how to tell our story, tell a story through our physical physicality. And the best way I describe our show, the Chris and Paul show, is I get to play in Chris's head. And Chris comes up with some amazing, amazing ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he called me one day and goes, um, "Say, I see you playing fire. I don't know what I want to do with it yet, but I see you playing fire." And then next thing you know, you know, we have this bit where you know Chris is wooing some uh, some woman, which is played by our friend Josh Hurley, who mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, he made, he plays an excellent woman, <laughs> and basically. Uh, the the one of the first bits we did with that is um, Chris puts on some mood music and then I start dancing as the fire. I come out of the fireplace and mm-hmm. I'm dancing to I think a Casey and JoJo song, and then I you know I get so into it that I start uh, I I start dancing with a woman and, I, and she gets on fire. 
And then we went to Edinburgh last year. We took somebody from the audience. To Chris, play. Pl- yeah. Chris took someone from the audience because we couldn't afford to bring out Josh. <laughs> for like one yeah. sketch. Yeah, like, you know, for one sketch. I would love we to love bring out, yeah. Oh, I would love it. Uh, one day, one day. Yeah. Um, but which worked out a bit better. And then we, we added this thing where they would have to put us out. So Chris would kind of, uh, I mean, he was screaming. It was hilarious. He was on fire because I, I, I jumped on him. And Chris, we had a big bucket of water. And it was obvious to some people who got it, oh, grab the water, throw it on me, and I would disappear. But there was two, two times where Chris was screaming his head off, and then Chris goes, grab the freaking water! And and she's, I don't know what to do with it. And Chris grabs it and throws it on me and himself. You know, <laughs> And people are losing it. She didn't know what to do. Another lady, she starts swinging it, but it's not coming out. It's like That's back hilarious. and forth. Like, just no, pour it, just pour it on. That's great. But other than that, people got it because yeah, we were able to, you know, the way we were able to lead this sketch on. But yeah, our sketches are you know, a little bit out of the uh, of the realm of, mm-hmm. you know, we don't we don't look to find a game where you know we I think we're the best. Our sketches is is um, we we really give put our put Chris and Paul in the situation, but we're exaggerated Chris and Paul. Yeah. So that's what we always are, and I feel like. Um, you know, we just find what's funny visually yeah. to somebody. And, and, you, know, and you guys paint the picture well without yeah. having a lot of, um, you know, props and stuff like that, you know, that you have on stage, that, you know, to paint that visual for people. It's very easy to understand what's going on and where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest is just hilarious. Yeah, that's the challenge. Like, mm-hmm. okay, when we do something like, and we have one of our favorites is uh, Bad News Kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, I play a teacher who gets bad news, and we have to paint this picture that we're in a classroom mm-hmm. we're with kids, mm-hmm. and Chris has to show me why I'm a suspect. <laughs> and it comes across great, mm-hmm. and people get it instantly once we hear the song Apples and Bananas kicks on. Like mm-hmm. We have a little dialogue in the beginning. Yeah. The dialogue that we use mm-hmm. is, is basically uh, ammo to start. It's like uh, well, the words that we pick for our sketches has to do it's not going to be just a random word. That line has to mean something. Absolutely, yeah. You know. Everything you choose, especially right. since there's not that many, they have to be chosen. Right. Wisely. So that's yeah. we, and with that thing. That's what we mostly struggle with. Is Chris and I can do a silent piece, but the struggle is okay. What are we going to use? What word? Yeah. What line can set mm-hmm. this off? Or is it necessary? Or yeah, right. exactly. It, maybe it's not necessary. Which, which we but, question a lot. Or um, are we are we being are we playing? Are we thinking the audience is the stupid? You know, right. are, are they stupid or no? Okay, right. they're sm- they're smart enough to understand. We don't. Yeah, need and right. we Chris and I always had a lot of respect for the audience, mm-hmm. and when we use the audience, we started doing that in the last two years, really using the audience for our sketches. Mm-hmm. We're just welcoming them into our world, mm-hmm. and we're not making fun of them. No, not so, at all. Right, th- which I think people appreciate. Like, uh, I, I remember um, uh, Chris and I pulled this guy on stage, and. Uh, <laughs> He was um, he was the only one that didn't didn't uh, wasn't looking at me, and everyone else is like, "Oh, am I going to get picked?" And he, I guess he didn't know the show well enough yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we brought him on. He was part of the joke. I mean, he wasn't the joke. He was just mm-hmm. part of the joke, and he ended up enjoying it and then became a fan of ours. <laughs> <laughs> so we That's didn't great. insult him. Well, Paul, thanks. For, I really appreciate you coming on the show like this on the oh, Adam Hamway podcast. Stop. You have any crazy other questions for me that you really want to 
dig in? Um, I get just, my heart. You want to make sure I'm my sorry. heart was broken? I'm trying to break you down, but you just keep <laughs> lifting me up. <laughs> um, no, very funny, very hilarious. Uh, ChrisandPaulShow.com is where you can find out more information on Chris and Paul, yeah. uh, who's with us here. Chris yeah. O'Neill and Paul Valente. And, and the recent, Chris, whatever the heck his name is. Christopher I don't know John O'Neill. And the recent... Uh, Washington article. Post. Yeah. yeah. Very beautiful article what about what Chris website. is doing and also mentions the Chris and Paul show and what you guys how you guys started and everything and sharing bunk beds. Um how was that? It's all you know? in there. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. It's all in there. How did you decide who had top bunk? Or did you not want top bunk? I think when you're a kid you always want the top bunk. Yeah, Chris but is nowadays, the younger one, so he got the top bunk. Yeah. <laughs> but the bottom bunk's not good. If you're out drinking and stuff, you don't want to crawl up to the top bunk. Oh, Chris did it. He did? <laughs> he fell out, too. <laughs> Chris found a way. <laughs> we drank, and Chris goes, I'm still going on top. It was fun. I, I wouldn't change a thing. I don't care. It was a horrible apartment, but mm-hmm. I would never change a thing for what him and I went through to get where we were. Yeah. Well, he, the two of you it. are very beautiful. You're beautiful. I love Adam. both of you. And I look forward to the next chapter in both of your lives. Yeah. When Chris comes back from wherever he is touring He's around the Texas. United States. He's going to Texas next. Ah, uh, big Texas yeah. to perform. The Book of Mormon. <laughs> uh, and then hopefully maybe the next tour will be back home to New York City. That'll be great. Or, you know, Chris and Paul show tours. Yeah. yeah. Across the United States. Is that something that... You guys will be doing, or we've talked about I know it. You want to do it? Yeah, we've talked about it. I mean, we hit a, t- uh, a bunch of festivals. He now knows every major city across the United States. Yeah, Chris will figure out all the good places that we can eat. That's what mm-hmm. that's what he's really doing. He's doing this he's just tour scouting, so he can scout places <laughs> that him and I can eat when we go back there. You can call <laughs> up and just be like, "Ooh, can we go to New Mexico and go to the the Corn Castle and yeah. just divulge and." Popcorn, and wherever corn in the cob, wherever we can. Well, Chris is a big fan of uh, chicken tenders and fries, so mm. wherever he can get the best chicken tender and fries, the biggest, <laughs> though, uh, oh, the biggest TGI Friday. Though he did have a couple of hot spots in Toronto, and also mm-hmm. just to mention that him and I met um, Scott Thompson from Kids in the Hall. Really? What was that? Was, it's a big um, it was, influence yes. for the both of you. So Chris uh, flew me out there and said, you're coming out because right. we're going to meet Scott Thompson. And 13 years ago, we saw Scott Thompson with the kids in Hall. So really? full circle, we saw Scott perform and Scott saw Chris perform. You can die a happy man now, Paul. I'm cutting myself right now. <laughs> oh, that was weird. And he's pouring his Schweppes <laughs> ginger ale all over it. And his cold, hot chocolate. Mm. It's time to go to bed here on the Adam Hamway podcast. (laughs) Pull up some carpet and just snuggle down. Just be warm with us. Your voice. I love it. Thank you. Well, that's it for this episode. Paul Valente, you can learn more about Paul (laughs) and his future endeavors and Edinburgh when he went there in 2011. And 12 and 12 and learn about all of his antics that are to come you know because that's what we're here for (laughs) is just to learn about paul and the antics to come in the future oh joyous days of birds and trees and just eating bananas like you do. You love bananas, right, Paul? I, I love them yeah. just about anything. Mm, people don't know that. But before <laughs> you go, before you go, I need to hear a song. 
I need for you to sing a little ditty. You're new to the show. You're not a fan. I know. But we ask everybody that comes on to sing a little ditty as short or as long as you want it to be. A ditty? Oh, boy. I know. Everybody does the same thing. Struggle. Ooh. Ah. I can't. What will I sing? Pick something. What will it be? Well, you already had an Aerosmith song, so maybe That's I'll right. stick with that. You want to sing that? You want to sing with it? I rarely do this. It's only been sing three shows. <laughs> <laughs> rarely do this and play the song. Uh, yeah, I was you sing with it, acapella. okay? I was going to do acapella. Oh, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, no. You want I was going to do, do, I was gonna do, do a little What It Takes so from Aerosmith to, do it. You know, so, so I can... Just do it. Uh, my feelings Stop towards, talking and towards. sing. Sing for me on the Adam Amway podcast. <laughs> sing, Paul Valente. Sing your heart out. Uh, ready? You ready? <clears throat> um, here we go. Uh, tell me what it takes to let you go. Tell me how the pain's supposed to go. <laughs> Tell me what it is that you can see in the night without. <laughs> oh man, I heard the words. <laughs> to your life, to the toss of the dice. It's beautiful. I I totally forgot the word. That was beautiful. Point. That's all we want. You put me on a spot. Okay. It's um, chrisandpaulshow.com. Paul Valente, thanks so much. Thank thanks you, for coming Adam. on the Adam Manway podcast. How's we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Adam Hamway podcast. See you next time. 